This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Equity Minds. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, or should I say, hey, you cool cats and kittens, buckle up. You've just hit play on another episode of Equity Mates, the cinematic odyssey where we navigate the twisted, thrilling highways of investing. Whether you're a wet behind the ears rookie or a slick Warren Buffett-esque shark, we're here to blast away the obstacles from your first dollar to your big fat dividends. First timers, welcome to the show. You're in for a ride. Now, my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. This is a tough one. No, it's not. It's Carol Basket. <laughs> no. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. Uh, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't think I would have got this one. Would you have got it? Well, you did it, Sasha. So. Oh, I did it. ChatGBD did it. I just tried to go with something along the theme of the oh, episode. Okay. I yeah. kind of tuned out after you said, hey, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> and I actually Googled who was the woman in Tiger King. Because <laughs> he thought you had <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually got no idea. Yeah, I was going for a movie. I asked um, ChatGPT for an iconic movie director. Oh, yeah, it's me, Quentin yeah. Tarantino. I did, I've never heard him say, hey, you call cats and kittens. Yeah, me either. Neither. Anyway, the purpose of that, the today's theme, is uh, the episode is in celebration of dumb money. I should have got the movie theme. Yeah, yeah okay. yes. And we're going to be looking at some of the biggest short squeezes in history because as I said, today's episode is in celebration of dumb money, a brand new comedy from the directors of Itonia based on the insane story of GameStop, the yes. short squeeze that absolutely went wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, oh, what a time. Meme stocks, GameStop, it was epic. Yes, it was epic. Now, the um, the film features an insane cast, including Paul Dano, Pete Davidson, Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, America Ferreira, Seth Rogen, and more. And it is only in cinemas October 5th. So, Equity Mates, we have tickets to give away to the advance screening on the 20th of September, so it's not long. We will uh, include a link in the show notes uh, for you to enter. We have 25 double passes per location. We've got Sydney, Melbourne, Perth and Brisbane. So uh, if you are in either... five times four locations, times two tickets per pass. 200 tickets. 200 tickets. tickets <laughs> 200, <away>. yes. <laughs> so if you and a friend want to check out the movie before it hits cinemas, uh, check out the link in the show notes. But Ren, 
Today, we're going to cover off what is short selling, what is then short squeezing, and then have a look at some of the biggest short squeezes in history. Yeah, this is going to be all the information you need to be the smart person in your friend group explaining the movie to them. What GameStop was, what the short squeeze was. So this is going to get you up to speed and ready for either your advanced screening on the 20th of September or your screening from the 5th of October. lot to cover, but Bryce, let's start with the very basics. What is shorting? Shorting is the act of buying or borrowing stocks with the intention of reselling them back into the market with the intention of buying them back at a lower price. Even more simpler. It's um, taking a bet that a stock is going to go down in price and making money from it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Most of the time when we invest in stocks, we want it to go up in price and we make money if it goes up in price. Shorting is the opposite. You make money if it goes down in price. You're explaining one way to do it, where you borrow the stock. So I go to you, Ren. Can I borrow your uh, Alphabet stock yep. for 10 bucks? And then I sell it into the market at 10. At 10, yeah. Yep. And then I hope that it goes down to five, at which point I then buy it back at five. Yeah. And then I take the difference. Yeah, or, or even simpler, you say to me, hey, Ren, can I borrow your Alphabet stock for six months? You get it, day one, you sell it for 10. And in six months, you buy it back and give it back to me. So I get my Alphabet stock back. You sold it for 10 and you hope you can buy it back for less. Yes. Unfortunately for you, in that six months, Alphabet says, hey, we just invented uh, Google Bard. You might have heard of AI. Stock uh, shoots up to 100. You unrealistic still have, example. You still unrealistic have to buy it back. It sunk 20% when they released Bard. But Okay, fair enough. But you, and then as a shorter, you still have to buy it back at whatever the price yes. is. So in that case, if it runs up to 100 you didn't do too well. No, I lose money. So that is the very simplest way, short selling. Now, these days, there are other ways you can short. So you don't have to borrow stock and then sell it and buy it back. You can use options or derivatives. You don't need to worry about the how. You just need to worry about the what, which is making money if the share price falls. So that's shorting. But dumb money and the GameStop saga is about the short squeeze. So that brings us to unpacking what a short squeeze is. And it's all in the name. It's when there's price pressure on the stock pushing the price up. So that is squeezing all of those short sellers in the market to the point where it's hurting them so much. And they're losing so much money that they have to sell. Yeah. And what happens when a short seller says, all right, I'm out of this trade is take your example of Alphabet, you sold it at 10 bucks, uh, and then at some point you have to buy it back. And the Alphabet stock is going up and going up and you're like, I'm going to hold on, I still think I'm right, it's going up, it's going up, I still think I'm right. And eventually you say, all right, I'm out. I'm done. But what you do when you say I'm out is you have to go and buy the stock. And so if a stock is already going up and there's people buying it, and then all of these short sellers are like, all right, I'm out. They then add to the buying pressure, which adds to the price momentum, which pushes the price higher, which means the remaining shorts are feeling squeezed even more. And so what you have is this uh, effect where like a virtuous cycle of more and more people buying the stock and then being forced to buy the stock to get out of their positions and the price keeps going up, meaning more short sellers are forced to buy And especially when a stock is illiquid or there's not a lot of trading volume, there's only so many people that can buy the stock at any one time because there's only so many shares traded each day. And so you're Bryce, the short seller, 
might have to sit on the sideline for days, sweating bullets, seeing the price right up, trying to buy as much stock as he needs to, to then return it to me who lent it to him. Yeah, there's no guarantee that you can quickly get out of your position. And that's a short squeeze. And that's the short squeeze. Yeah. And that is what happened with GameStop. Yeah. The fascinating thing about GameStop, if you aren't across it, is that it really sort of transcended into pop culture and 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 sort of conversation outside of the investing community because it was driven by people sitting in their rooms on Reddit and an army of shorts, well, not even an army of shorts, an army of Redditors yeah. decided to get together and squeeze the short that was on yeah, the, game, the yeah. GameStop stock. Yeah. And it was a David versus Goliath moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's, before we get into the Reddit details and stuff like that, um, uh, and the movie will do a lot of the heavy lifting there, so we won't get too much into it. But GameStop, um, people might not be familiar with this company, uh, especially if they're listening in Australia, but you would actually be more familiar with it than you think. So GameStop is the world's largest physical retailer of video games. It was a great business maybe 10 or 15 years ago. It's less good business now because you can buy games online without needing like a physical CD-ROM to put in the PlayStation, Xbox, computer, whatever. And so these stores are under pressure. But in the US, GameStop is the brand. Also in Europe. Um, in Australia, it's EB Games. Now, you guys are looking at me blankly, but <laughs> no, people I, I, at I, home... Yeah, I've, I bought, I've bought one game from EB Games, which was Far Cry. Oh, there you go. Yeah, on P PC. I'm a PC guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, people, people uh, have probably actually shopped at GameStop's um, Australian company, EB Games. So, so, that's essentially what the company is. And if you think about EB Games and the transition it's gone on in Australia, it's gone from being a massive seller of video games, always plastered with the like 50% off, everything must go all the time. All the time. To now it sells like game related merchandise, you know, like toys and Pokemon cards Trading and stuff cards, like that. Yeah. Not as good a business. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why there was such high short interest in GameStop. Yeah. Uh, and it was the the shorts were actually more than 100% of the register because like a lot of them were like leveraged options and derivatives and stuff like that. And that was really the insight that started this short squeeze. And it was famously the hero that we didn't know we needed, but that we deserved. Is that, or is it the other way around? That we didn't deserve, but we needed. Roaring Kitty, uh, Reddit user Roaring Kitty, who saw it, started making content about it and posting it on Reddit and inspired an army of retail traders to take on the biggest and deepest pockets in Wall Street. Yeah, and to really spell it out, essentially all they did was start piling into the stock to drive the price up. And as we've just explained, that starts putting huge amounts of pressure on everyone who's shorted it. Yeah, let's pause there because we don't want to ruin the movie about what happens next. <laughs> but what happens next goes from Wall Street to the halls of Congress to... Yeah. It even had me on the radio at one stage explaining it. That was, <laughs> it's true. I was probably the biggest winner from the GameStop saga. <laughs> a lot of people made a lot of money from it and lo lost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, there, it, it's not the only example, Ren, in history of the short squeeze. 
there are some pretty notable ones with, from companies that are very well known over the last number of years. So let's take a look at some of them. Yeah, and I think these examples put into context how big GameStop was. Because let's go through these examples and then share some of the numbers on GameStop. All right, well, Volkswagen, one of the biggest manufacturer, car manufacturers in the world, back in 2008, the ticker, by the way, is VWAGY for anyone interested. In the US, in, in Europe, it's different. Over the count, yeah. 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 They briefly became the most valuable company in the world when its market cap peaked at $370 billion thanks to a short squeeze. And while GameStop was done by retail traders, do you know who did the VW short squeeze? Porsche. Porsche. Yeah, Yeah, a competitor. They would come in and go and see ya. So about 13% of Volkswagen's shares were held short which compared to about 5% for an average German stock of that size at that time. So like pretty big short interest, which Porsche saw, and then they could drive the price. (laughs) So they came in, started buying. So their 52-week low was $41.50. Then Porsche came in, started buying. They hit a 52-week high of $232.30. So a gain from low to high of 459%. Yeah. And it's a massive company to begin with. Yeah. And it briefly yeah. became the most valuable company in the world. <laughs> so that, 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 uh, those people holding that 13% short would have been feeling it for sure. Yeah. And uh, as in most situations though, the stock, um, the stock recovers, uh, their two-year returns from that peak down 87%. Yeah. Not good. Not good. No. So that's one example. Quite a famous one. Tilray, less lesser known company. It was a big cannabis stock in the US. I say Massive. it was. Still probably is. Well, I just remember it being one of the, at the time where, when would it have been? Three or four years ago, cannabis was the hot trade. It was, and everyone was like in the, you got to buy the producer, you got to buy the consumer. And Tilray was always one you that know, was popping up. I just looked up its share price. It is still listed. I'll tell you what its oh, share price awful. is after we go through 2018. Let me guess. Ah, when we get to that point. Yeah. So in 2018, uh, it's 52-week uh, low before the squeeze, $21.50. That was the share price. It was massive short interest on Wall Street because it was like a buzzy investment theme. People didn't believe in it, so a lot of people were short it. They got squeezed. It ran up to $300 a share, which was more than a 1,000% increase. From peak to trough, 1,295% increase. So you more than 10 bagged your money. You more than 10 x your money in less than a year. Pretty good. You'd be happy with that. From there, two years after the peak of the short squeeze, down 92.7%. So you gave it basically all back. Now, you said you wanted to guess the price today. Yeah, I reckon it. So it was a, a low at that time of 21.50. I reckon it's like four bucks. Yeah, so 21.50 up to 300 today. ouch yeah that that it's really it's really come out of favor come out of flavor favor favor we could say lost its flavor go for it go for it uh while bryce figures that out one other one now your hero martin schrickelli no farmer bro no yeah yeah Yeah, he bought like a super niche uh like jacked the price like a thousand percent or something Yeah, yeah 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 it was like a was it a diabetes drug or something? It was something that people needed. needed yeah. There was no like... Alternative. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, bought it. The company massively jacked up the price. Went to jail, but I didn't think he, I don't think he went to jail for that. I think he went to jail for something else. Securities fraud or something. Allegedly. Yeah. Because I don't know. But he went to jail. I promise you he went to jail. <laughs> he, also, he also bought... Um, you know how Wu-Tang Clan did the one the of one album? Yes. He bought that. Yeah. For two million bucks, wasn't it? Potentially. Yeah. 
Anyway. Um, anyway, Farmer Bro Martin Shkreli, before he was Farmer Bro, orchestrated a massive short squeeze in a biotech company, Calo Bio's Pharmaceuticals, which is now called Humagen, still listed. Uh, so this is back in 2015. Before the squeeze, the 52-week low, 36 cents. The squeeze ran the price up to $45.82. That's a 12,557% increase. So you're more than... Oh, he would have made so much money. Well, you're more than 100x your money. That's nuts. In less than a year, more than 100 times your money. And now where's it at? Well, so two years after the peak, it was uh, 90, down 94.4%. So you gave a lot of it back. Uh, it's now one... Point six cents. Wow, it's got a market cap of one point five million dollars. Wow. So think about that. So thirty six cents up to forty six dollars, down to one cent. <laughs> I mean, if you get out at the right time in these things, and you happen to be on the, posi- the the positive side, which is the squeeze, you can make a hell of a lot of money in a sh- very very short period of time. Yeah, it's a real uh, sign that oftentimes the short seller's thesis is right it's like this company isn't a great company its fortunes aren't great but when too many short sellers have that view and get into the stock what what then happens is there's a like that creates the risk and even though your thesis might be right you can get squeezed could you if enough shorts got together you could do a long squeeze that's just shorting (laughs) yeah but like to really drive it down or is it that's just selling. Like yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, like, you're not, you're not, you couldn't actually do it because you're not selling. You're just borrowing. No, you borrow and sell. So like when you borrow, you then sell. So that puts selling pressure. And if enough people are all selling at the same time, that'll drive the price down. So you could. Like that's just a coordinated short. But I guess the, the yeah, it's a it different would be mindset for long people. It would well. be illegal. Long investors are like, sweet. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if it would be illegal. I imagine it would be illegal for a lot of short sellers to coordinate their selling. But I guess in a sense, that's what activist short sellers are yeah, when yeah, they yeah. write the report, take the position, write the report, release it publicly. That's how they try and drive heaps of selling pressure. Yeah. So, so to recap, Volkswagen, 459% up. Tilray, 1,295% up. Uh, this Farmer Bro stock, 12,557% up. Big numbers. Take us to GameStop. Well, GameStop had a 52-week low of $2.57 struggling online games company well not online struggling games company the short squeeze came in threw it up from 257 to 483 dollars now that is a gain from low to high of 18,693 (laughs) percent so huge 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 where are we at in terms of the the where are we now i guess ren so two years later so a lot of the companies we spoke about down like 94 percent uh, GameStop two years later was down 72%. So it not as bad. It hadn't given it all back. Two years later, it was around $22. So if you bought at the low, $2.50, you held all the way up, all the way back down two years later, you still would have 10x your money, $2 to $22. It's fallen a little bit more from there. It's now at about $19. So you're still up from where it was pre-short squeeze which is, I guess, a little bit different to a lot of these other examples we're talking about. All right, so spoiler, it's probably going to be in the movie, but to put these numbers in perspective, you said at the top, Ren, Roaring, Roaring Kitty was the, the Redditor who orchestrated this. The stats are that he put in an investment of 53000 and walked away with over $30 million. 
<laughs> wow. Respect. Yeah. Good on him. Huge. Absolutely huge. So if you're interested in seeing the movie, we have tickets to an advanced screening on Wednesday, the 20th of September in Perth, Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne. Link is in the show notes uh, for you to enter and we will let you know very shortly because it's just around the corner. But Ren, let's close out the episode by having a look at some of the most shorted stocks on the ASX at the moment. And maybe we could orchestrate... No, no, we shouldn't orchestrate a short squeeze. Well, I think it's worth... Let's talk through and then talk about could any of them be squeezed? Because it's something that I was Googling, like what what percentage of the register needs to be short before you can start thinking about a squeeze? That's There's no magic number. So let's talk about what that... It would all be relative, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the answer. It's like, um, how liquid is the stock? How big is the market cap? Uh, who, like, how much is traded each day? Yeah. Because, like, the, the best squeezes are when shorts can't get out. And so, like, Every day, all the available stock uh, that is being sold is being bought as people try and get out, but they can't. Yeah. And so then it just keeps like this just unstoppable momentum as people desperately try and get out each day and they can't. Yeah. Whereas like if you you couldn't short squeeze Apple because it's no. so liquid. Yeah. Like no one could, even if it was like 50% short, yeah. like the, the so trading volume trading. would still be yeah. massive. All right, so the list of 10, starting with the most shorted first, and this is one that is I, I reckon is in, always in top three, is Flight Center. Yeah. 10% of their stocks on issue are shorted. We, we should give a shout out. This is thanks to shortman.com.au. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, like, I think this data is hard to come by. Yeah. Yeah. So Flight Center coming in at number one at 10, about 10.3%. Uh, Syrah Resources at uh, 9% coming in at number two. Elders coming in at number three at 8.9%. Few more resources. We've got Pilbara, 8.5%. Lake Resources at 8.5%. And then IDP Education, 8%. Uh, number seven is JB Hi-Fi. They're always, always up in the top 10 as well, 8%. Brain Chip, 7.8%. Uh, Imugene at 76 And then 29 Metals Limited at 74 so a fair few resources in there, a couple of retail, one that's in the AI space and and then Flight Center. It's always up there. Yeah, yeah. So nothing that compares to the setup for GameStop. But, you know, Volkswagen was... 12 or 13? 13, yeah, 13%. But I think they had a couple of big, chunky, like, shareholders, one of them being Porsche, I think. And so, like, those chunks of shares yeah. weren't being traded. yeah. Whereas, like, I haven't looked at Flight Center's share register, but I don't think there's someone that owns, like, a third of Flight Center and is just sitting on their shares and not trading them. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting one. It's a, it's a shorting is a, is an investment strategy. It's one that is not looked on favorably by a lot of people, yeah. even government. But if there are some very successful short sellers out there. Yeah, and I, I think they play an important role in the market in terms of... Uh, catching frauds that regulators and other market participants don't catch. Like there is a long list of examples where short sellers have done a great job of clearing out things that needed to be cleared cleared out. And like, you know, Mark Cahota's over in the US is the classic example of that. He is a dog with a bone when it comes to shorts and he will he will spend years of his life trying to convince the rest of the world that a company is a fraud and he will often eventually be proven right. But... Take some time. Yeah. So I think there's always a role for short sellers. 
I think what we're going to see in the Dumb Money movie is the other side of the equation. Not so much the uh, altruistic fraud catchers that are trying to you know, make money but also uh, point out problems with the market. I think we're going to see more opportunistic, let's kick a company while it's down and bankrupt it and try and make a buck along the way. Yes. But I haven't seen the movie, so... Well, if you haven't seen it, Ren, you have the opportunity to, in celebration of the launch of Dumb Money, the brand new comedy from directors of Itonia. As we've said, it is based on the insane story of the GameStop short squeeze. Tickets are available. All you need to do is click the link in our show notes. It is 20th of September, Perth, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. Make sure you don't miss out. We've got our 25 double passes or 50 tickets per venue so get around it and if you can't get enough dumb money moments go over and listen to get started investing where we this week hear some amazing stories from our community about their dumb money mistakes and share some of our our own and share some of our own although you keep telling me you've never made a mistake with money uh uh, that's not true Uh, you're about to find (laughs) out anyway we'll leave it there and pick it up next week sounds good you have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.